Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, guys. We are here for our Hollywood Life podcast in our Hollywood Life podcast studio, and we are with Angela Simmons. Welcome, Angela. Hi. Hey. She is... Yay! Oh, there's our clapping. (laughs) I was just waiting for that. (laughs) She is one of the stars of Growing Up Hip Hop, and she's also one of the producers of that show, and it's on WeTV at 9 o'clock. Um, what day of the week? Oh, it's Thursdays, yes, right? It's on Thursdays. On Thursdays. Uh-huh. So you guys have all got to tune into that. We are also um, doing this interview on Facebook Live. So hello, Facebook Hi. Live <laughs> viewers right now. And I tell you, Angela really totally deserves applause for many, many reasons for all her successes in her career and life. But she just told me something. She's got a, well, she has a new baby. How old is he? Seven or eight weeks? Two months. He's two months. So he's only eight weeks old. His name is Sutton. Yes. Yes. He's a little cutie. (laughs) But she just flew in from Atlanta last night to get home to New Jersey. And, I mean, she was up bright and early this morning. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or if I wasn't already up, right? (laughs) Yeah. And you, it wasn't like you were even asleep for part of the night, but she looks stunning here in our Hollywood Life podcast studio. And, I mean, it is so hard to be a new mom. I've had four kids, so I know what this is like. It's It's a lot. (laughs) it, It is a lot. And traveling with a baby is a lot. And working and juggling is a lot. And you have basically, you've been doing this. Like, you didn't even hardly take any time off, did you, when you when you I, had little baby Sutton? I didn't. You know, right after I delivered, I mean, I, I guess the first month, kind of. But, like, I feel like I pretty much work remotely from wherever I'm at anyway. And, like, running a store and all that stuff, there's really no time to really fully take off. So, not really, you know. And so, and the thing is, is that you have been getting up in the middle of the night. Be- Absolutely. Because you've been feeding baby Sutton. And he's still, he, how many times is he up now? You know what? It was like two because, it, well, for me, because I'm up until like 12 anyway. Aye, so aye, that aye. means he's getting fed around then. So yeah. it's like the three and six o'clock mark. So it's really no real sleep. But I'm happy when he sleeps through the three o'clock one, which is yeah. once in a while. Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember those days. And after he, you do get up at six o'clock, is that when you get up or do you try and get some rest after? I try to pass him to my fiance like, hey, you want to finish this off so <laughs> right. I can at least get an Your hour turn. of sleep before I go to the gym or whatever I have to do, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is that you um, you love working out and you worked out throughout your pregnancy. And I saw some of those videos of you. You were crazy. Like you're at a, a little crazy, bit. <laughs> but like you do crazy hard workouts. I saw you, you were doing the ropes. Like, okay, sh- there's two heavy ropes <laughs> in the gym and she's got her hands on them and she's going up and down, up and down really fast. I've tried those. They're really heavy. They How do are. you do that? It hurts. But you know what? I've been working out for years and I just enjoy working out. I'm one of those people like, 
I don't know, like I can walk into a gym and just spend hours there. Even if my trainers aren't there, like I will personally spend hours in the gym just because I like the equipment. I like, I like doing it and I like how I feel after I work out. So it's kind of one of those things. And it's a challenge, you know, especially the things that I haven't tried in the gym, learning them are a challenge and I'm always up for a new challenge. So I would yeah, say that's you were, my I thing. saw you on the machines too and you were, you, you were push doing yeah, those back, back dips thing, uh-huh. really fast. Uh-huh. Um, Lap presses. <laughs> Yeah, Funny, you don't, Gino, you don't, you don't do the ropes. It, You're not into the ropes. Everyone's doing the ropes well, now. That's the, the new hotness that's the is new the ropes. Thing? The those, Rock is doing the ropes all over Instagram. Those ropes are really hard. I do try to do the ropes. It's great for your shoulders. But she does them they fast. Hurt. I do them in like slow-mo when I'm doing them. Oh, no. They make me do them fast. I mean, some of them slow depending on what they want me to do. Mm-hmm. And you also, you you adjusted your routine, but you worked out through your pregnancy, right? I did. I really did. For the most part... I feel like, I, yeah, I worked out the whole time because I worked out in the beginning and I worked out towards the end. As a matter of fact, when I went into labor, I was on my way to the gym. Ah. <laughs> and I was, my baby came really early, actually. He came at 36 and four days. So 36 weeks and four days, which is. So he was unexpected. You weren't right. Ready. November right. 5th was his due date. That's and he came September cooked, 22nd. Right? No, but he came out fully cooked. He was like 5.5 ounces and 19 inches shy of 20, actually. So he was a pretty big preemie, they say. Right. He would have been like a really big baby. Yes. He's like, I'm going to do you a favor and I'm going to come a little early. Yeah. Exactly. Bonnie, I haven't had kids. It's not like a turkey. We can just put it back in a little bit more time, right? Until no, it's, no. it's all the way down in the middle. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you can't. How did you know you were in labor? You said you were on the way to the gym. What happened? It was like nine in the morning and my water broke. I didn't ah. know though. I didn't, I wasn't even sure. You know, I called my doctor. She's like, it could be possible. Probably not. I'm like, no, it's like liquid. It's like a lot. I think that, I think, <laughs> I think my water broke, but it just felt wrong. Cause I'm like, we were on our way that day to gym. We were going to go and get like the belly, you know, caster thing and start oh, getting the diapers. The, the nursery wasn't finished being set up. Nothing. I was not ready for some strange reason. I had a backpack though. So the gym is like the best place for your water to break. There's like people there who can clean it up. There's, there's towel service, whatever. Right. I'm sure you go to Equinox or whatever. It's like they'll handle it. No, man. If I would have went to the, I was on, my trainers were like almost to me and I was like, so you guys should probably turn around. Because my water's broke. <laughs> so it actually broke at the gym? No, I was. I woke up and I thought maybe I went to the bathroom by myself. Oh. And then I was like, no, this is weird. No, I'm bugging out. And then what, I can I ask a dumb guy question? What does this mean, the water breaks? What's, what's happening? That's where the baby's at. Okay. And so if the and water breaks, it can get contaminated and you have to have the baby. But like, what's, what's, how, how does water break? I don't what's, know. Well, it's in your it just, uterus. It just it's comes sur- out? Yeah, it's surrounding the baby. And then it, yeah, it usually is a signal that labor is going to start. Okay. It's like the baby bath. Yeah, the ba- well, it just kind of, that, that's like the bubble around the baby that's yeah. full of water that's keeping them all cushioned and hydrated and full of vitamins in there. And it just, it breaks to I tell you. Felt him it's like it cracking himself. an egg. <laughs> sort of. He kind of broke it himself. I, uh, felt, I really was, felt like him knocking. I'm right. like, what is he doing in there? And then Sutton wants to come out. He was ready. On his own timing, seriously. Four days after my birthday, I was not expecting that. No, I, I know. I was always like, I, I I had my first on the exact due date, and I wasn't expecting it either. I figured, hey, it's gonna. they're all late. First babies are all late. That's so crazy. you really don't expect it. I for, thought he was going to come early, so I kind of was right on. Except for getting everything ready. Right. I know. Uh, it's hard to get around to that. Never know. <laughs> and so you... You had been working out, and then you had the baby, and then you were back in the gym a couple weeks later. Well, my doctor two weeks later was like, as long as it's light, you can start. So I was like, I'm there. (laughs) You know, I needed that moment. Well, it's interesting because you do need it because 
you are tired, you're stressed, you need to kind of get your anxieties out. And you also need some time for yourself again. Because when you first have a baby, it's all, like, you're just, all everything you do is about that That's little so thing. so true. Mm-hmm. You definitely need you time. And yeah. it's still important, you know. Two months later, I'm still like, oh, okay. no. It's really important to figure out time and find time for you. Yeah, I mean, two months is just the beginning. And and how has your fiancé been with the baby? He's been wonderful. His thing is clothes, so he's been really big on finding him the little outfits. I mean, he does oh, everything clothes. else as well. He likes to dress him. Of course. That's so funny. And you, mm-hmm. na- you named the baby after your fiancé, right? Yeah, yes. his name is Tennyson. Him and my father, actually. My father, oh. I gave the baby my dad's name as his middle name. Oh, that's oh, okay. really that's, nice. That's it's very political. I just, wow, I love my dad. So like, you know, I, yeah. if my baby can have any of him, it would definitely be his middle name. Oh, so. that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Now is... Uh, Wait, we should say it for those. Yeah. Does anyone oh, not know okay. that your dad is, is Reverend Run, which who we were playing his song earlier? Uh, the great, legendary Reverend Run. And of course, you grew up on TV. Because yes. you, you grew up on... Uh, your dad's show, mm-hmm. Run's House, right? Yep, like at 17. And so <laughs> what was that in general like? Were you like, Dad, clo- turn off the cameras, close the door, or were you, this is really cool? You know, my dad gave us an option if we wanted to do it or not, and I decided to do it. I actually was going to go to college, uh, Syracuse, uh-huh. and it was kind of far, so I really wouldn't have been a part of it if I went there. Or it was FIT, and I was like, okay, I'll go to FIT, and I'll be a part of the show, not knowing what I was signing up for, by the way. So when you say not knowing what you were signing up for, what were the, what was, what were the big surprises just, about signing up and being on the show? Just being known, I guess. You know, I guess I had my privacy then, and, you know, obviously I've always grown up in this family, but no one necessarily knew who I was when I would move through the streets. But right after the show aired, I realized when I was out with my friends on 42nd Street, somebody was like, hey, you're, I was like, oh, okay. So I see what happens once you're on a show. Right. You get to be famous. And how about in your classes at FIT? Did your classmates start looking at you funny? Or- um, I guess, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. About, they just kind of knew who I was, you know. So it didn't so much phase what was going on at school? No, I wouldn't say in college, no. Now, when you went to FIT, but going to FIT, were you studying fashion? Yeah, I was actually, I did pattern making, which was Ah. dreadfully hard, but um, I, and then I changed majors, like uh, business, like I I kept changing it up. I didn't finish there yet, and I actually started back like two semesters ago, and I want to finish, and I wanted to having my baby so I have to start Still all over again. Exactly. People know, right, fashion, it's, FIT is the Fashion Institute of Technology. It's here in New York, isn't it? Yeah. It's in Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a it, you know, a very famous premier fashion school, but you go there because you want to focus on fashion. Exactly. Which is interesting because I didn't, does Syracuse University also have fashion? I got accepted to the fashion design ah, program there. I see. So you were very focused. Yeah. Fashion was your interest. You wanted a degree in fashion. What's the degree you want to get now in fashion? Well, I graduated from fashion industries high school first. So I kind of, they give you all that knowledge there, which is pretty cool. Because when I went to FIT, I kind of knew about the draping, the sewing, and all that stuff because I already had that knowledge from going to fashion industries. Um, I, I So the last time I signed up, I signed up for advertising and marketing. So I'm kind of, you know, I think it's important to know all the different parts of fashion anyway because I'm a part of it. So having that degree would, would not be a bad idea. Right. Well, that well, good for you for studying at all. Mm-hmm. And now you've got, you've got a clothing line. Foofy? 
Oh, Fufi and Bella Fufi. is my faux fur line. Okay. And then I have a website, which is angelam.com, and it's a boutique. And it's actually a store in Brooklyn off of Smith Street. If you already have your own fashion line, do you need that degree? You can just skip it, right? All this classes, no, but it you learn. Hard. You learn so like you can. You don't know everything. You know what I mean. I feel yeah, like going sure. to school. You learn other stuff by the textbook that you don't necessarily learn by experiencing it. Tommy Hilfiger was just in here though, and he didn't go to fashion school at all. In fact, when he started, he was telling us when he started his first line, like he had to get other people to do the design work because he hadn't really done anything like that. That's right. awesome. He's super successful. But I just, I just like to know as much as I possibly can. Sure. And you know, he did tell us though, Gino, that I think he, in some ways, that he felt he should have gone to school because he ended up, he had to learn from mistakes that he yeah. made. His like, first business went under. Yeah. And then he had to find business partners who could help fill in what he didn't know. So he really, he had a, he started really young at his, in his hometown in mm-hmm. upstate New York. And then he kind of did the pitfalls. Yeah. But he said it wasn't really the fashion stuff that tripped him up. It was the business stuff that right. tripped him up. That's yeah. how he messed you up. You kind of learn as you go. I think it is important to have partners and people who know what they're doing in every part of the business for sure. And so what made you open up your, your boutique? Well, number one, I've always wanted my own store, of course. Um, but having a, a special place where all of my people, the people who shop with me can actually come and feel and touch the clothing, it's important to me. So, And what was, in terms of what you wanted to have in the store, how would you describe your look? Or what are people going to... It's just boutique stuff, you know, simple, affordable, fashionable pieces on the trend. Because we, we, we swap out items every week. You know, we're constantly always getting new inventory. So it's never the same items week by week. Every time you go, it's something new there for sure. Right. And now, is it online with Shoptiques? Yes, it is. Right. Mm-hmm. That's Because that's uh, a great website that has a lot of boutiques. Exactly. So we work with them as well. Right. Bonnie, does your daughter work at Shoptiques? <laughs> Bonnie, that's Bonnie, how Bonnie's I know. So cool. Yeah, but it is very cool because it's really hard as a small boutique that's unique to ha- be able to put out your own website and get enough traffic. I yes. mean, it's a Google is you know a big place out there. It sure is. Now you have a faux fur line, right? Yes. And you're are, you're also a vegan. Is that true? I'm vegetarian. Vegetarian. Okay, just a vegetarian. But you're obviously it's not real fur, so you have some sort of thoughts about animal welfare and rights. How did um. you come to that decision? You know, I actually worked with Peter some time back and I did a campaign with him about, you know, not wearing fur. And I said that that would be my commitment. Well, actually being a vegetarian. Mm. And then I was talking and speaking with some people, representatives over there. And I was like, you know what? If there's a commitment I can make, it's to not wear, it's to not wear fur. You know, I mean, I'm not perfect in every area, but I'll definitely not wear fur. And I, I've also viewed a couple of videos that turned me off from it you know just what they do to get the fur off of the animal it's gross i always think fur is going to be gone and then it makes a comeback you know someone brings it back some of the fashionable well, people, people are going to always wear it in That's the hip-hop the world or conor mcgregor walking around in furs you know it's just <laughs> like it always comes back but you know i mean fur you is nothing like it used to be and i'll tell you with global warming it's just not as cold like i'm from <laughs> canada no, seriously i'm from canada <laughs> and it, it would be canada <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets so cold there like people wear fur because it does keep you warm but now that we've got down coats or, mm-hmm. and fake down well, and but, faux fur <laughs> actually is really warm too it is yeah i, I came really from a mean. small town for those playing at home with our bonnie fuller drinking game and when bonnie mentions canada you must take a drink so there it is sorry <laughs> 
Well, and so you're, and so Foofy, it's really cute. I've seen pictures. I've seen you wearing. I have it. I had it on today, right? Oh. Well, no, it's out there somewhere. <laughs> okay, it's out there somewhere. Yeah, I actually uh, partnered up with Sonia Richards Ross. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with her, but she's actually my partner on it now. And you know, it's a small company, and we're doing it ourselves. And are you wearing a dress from your boutique today? I'm not. This is actually a Nigerian designer. And my stylist, because we always like to support other smaller brands. And, you know, I like to keep it all over the place. I don't really go with one style. I'm not really a bit big on just brands that are known. I like to mix it up. Right. And find new brands. And support up and coming designers. Right. It's important to me. And I, and I bet you have some of those in your shop. Your boutique? Not this. No, I don't. No, but you have other young up-and-coming designers? No, I'm working on that right now. It's more or less just Angela and boutique stuff. I see. Okay. Now, tell us, you're in your second season of the show, Uh Growing Up Hip Hop, and you produce that. Yes, yes. And... and so, well, what does that mean? What do you have to do extra as a producer rather than just a cast member? Well, I mean, you're looking over it and you're a part of the content and what's going on and being a part of that whole process is completely different than just being talent because you know what's going on behind the scenes. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And so for the so for our viewers right now who have not who who have missed a couple of the shows, just bring us up to speed on what's happening this season. A whole lot. I mean, I bet I can't really speak for everyone else because everyone has a lot going on in their lives. Um, separately on the show, but for myself, obviously, I'm pregnant on the show. I'm engaged. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you get engaged on the show? I did not, but I, you know, obviously. Wait, as a producer, it. I'm gonna have to call that question, that decision into question. And right? Shouldn't you? Uh, you should got them on the show. Get the ring on the show. Okay, for our viewers who are on Facebook, um, Angela's got her gorgeous diamond ring on. Do you mind <laughs> bling, showing bling. it? Which way? Uh, it's oh, right so here. So pretty. <laughs> it is really pretty, right? Thank you. I am Young. Looking at it, I'm very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so you're engaged on the show. Do they? Do we get to see your proposal? No, that was private. Some oh. things must be kept private, right? Can you tell us anything about the proposal? It was wonderful. It was on the water. It was just a really nice proposal. I was not expecting it. it really? Nice. Mm-hmm. And were you pregnant already? No. That happened after the fact. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. So you weren't expecting it? No. Mm-mm. Why? Why weren't you? I mean, in that moment... I, don't, I feel like when you're about to engage, are you ever expecting in that moment? You know you want to spend the rest of your life with this person, but you don't know when. You know what I mean? Because it still takes the man to actually do it. We could talk about it all day, but the action is completely different. But did you f- feel like you knew it was going to happen? Like, had you guys talked about committing to each other? Yeah, definitely. You know, it, that conversation happened, but you still don't know when it's just going to happen for real. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like some women do know. Like, I have a friend of mine who picked out her own ring. She picked out the date. <laughs> he still had to buy the ring in and, and propose, but it was, she was very much orchestrating it. You know, so well, I have heard about. I've ha- I have heard about young women who have gone to get send to, to jewelry stores and then send pictures yes. to their boyfriends. Yes, of well, course. of course, they want them to know what kind of ring. But I had nothing to do with picking it out <laughs> at all. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
So you were on the water, and he got surprised. And um, were you surprised? Did he get down on one knee? It was more of like our own little conversation. That's what happened. And then I think he was nervous I was going to drop the water, the ring in the water. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I was very close and very excited. It was like slipping off my hand a little bit. So, yeah. So it was more casual. It was like, baby, do you want to do this thing? I have a ring. What do you think? <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, it was special. That's what I would say. Nice. Uh-huh. Gino, take note. Then he was like, I'm going to put a baby in it. Yeah. We got, we got, <laughs> we got a baby. And the thing is, is that you were famously a virgin. Like, yes, that's a topic that just won't go away. <laughs> well, it's unusual for I know. a young woman these days. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth as well. I mean, I'm 29 and I was 28 and that's what happened. So I can, ass- I guess we assume that he was the one. And so you he waited? was the one and my kid came right after and yeah, I did. So you waited for the one. I which did. Which is what your plan was. Yep. Was that, did Reverend Run have some influence on that? Did he sort of like drill that home into you? Um, you know, when I was younger, he had a conversation with my sister and I about waiting. And so I respected him so much that I definitely wanted to wait. And then, you know, going to church and having my own morals, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait. And I just made that decision to wait. 28 is a wait though. That's, it you've is. been waiting. I know everyone was looking at me like, what? Any <laughs> guy I would meet like, are you serious? That's ridiculous. Or some would respect and some wouldn't. It is right. what it is. In terms of dating. Yeah. Yeah. And having relationships. It was tough. It was a tough thing to ever have a conversation about with the person if you're dating them. Or talking to them, rather. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's been some other celebrities that kind of talked about it. Like the Jonas Brothers. And then didn't quite happen. So not everybody, you know, could stick with that. So good for you for sticking with it. It's a little you. bit of pressure, though, for the guy. The finally, the one. Uh, yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, am I going to be the one to disappoint you? <laughs> right. Well, she doesn't look too disappointed, Gino. <laughs> That's just something I said once. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so on the show, you're engaged, you're pregnant. Tell us what else have, are we seeing this season? I mean, there's a lot of that. There are parenting classes. Uh, my sister's on this season, so... That's been a cool process. It's it's a whole lot going on. And what happens in parenting class? Do you go with Tennyson? No, I go with my sister on the show. I mean, obviously, I went with my fiance um, as well. But, you know, uh, you guys have to kind of tune in and maybe catch up and see it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a parenting class, but it's probably a good idea. Yeah, it's a good there's idea parenting for- class, and we did the... Um, natural birthing classes and all that stuff. Now, how did that work out when you had natural birthing class? Did anything help you for the actual birth? I mean, I was prepared. I I did have my baby natural. Really? Um, My doctor was actually laughing. I texted her not so long ago. She was like, you said the baby was going to fall out. The baby did. I was like, I know. Really? Yeah, I really... So it was very fast delivery? Well, let's see. I was in... My water broke at like 9.48 in the morning, and I had him by 7.55 at night. Um, by the time I got to the hospital, it was probably like one. Took my time, drove myself to go eat. I mean, I took my time that day. And then when I got there, they told me I was, you know, three centimeters in contracting, which I didn't feel any of it until they gave me Pitocin. And then, I mean, after they gave me the Pitocin, which was probably around the, And six, Pitocin, for those of you who haven't had a baby, it's, it's supposed to help speed up the delivery. Which scared me because I was like, if I take this, I'm probably going to want epidural, which I didn't want to get. 
And so I didn't feel anything until I started moving around, and then I was eight centimeters, and it was time to push, and I pushed him on eight to ten minutes. So it was a pretty <sighs> smooth. In and out, no problem, right? <laughs> it was a smooth delivery. I that is a, a really smooth delivery. I can't believe you didn't feel anything. I can't believe it. I was like, you are so lucky. I, my parents came to me like, did you have a kid? Like, what happened? <laughs> my dad left for like an hour, came back, and the baby was here. He was like, so you just had a baby, and you're just looking like normal? <laughs> I was like, I feel pretty normal. This isn't normal, though, right? No. The only pr- pregnancy that I'm really familiar with is Kim Kardashian's pregnancy, and those were all like really difficult. And then she had a tough time. I had a wonderful pregnancy and a wonderful delivery, but I like mentally prepared myself. There's like a book called um, Supernatural Birth, and they like this woman had like no pain, and I was like, I want that. That's what I'm gonna have. I don't want any pain, and I don't want any medicine. And that's what happened for me. Well, like I said, you are one lucky lady. Because I would have really liked that to happen. And uh, it didn't. But, uh, I mean, you know, they all came out fine. Oh. But that's great. You didn't feel anything. Um, so, so okay. So we were on talking about the delivery Pitocin. It was fast. You're, we're going to see and hear more about this. And what about, is there planning for the wedding on the show this season? There isn't. Um, I am already working on planning for my wedding now maybe i'll do a wedding special or something i don't know but um i'm definitely working on planning the wedding now for this summer do you have a date yet not a date but definitely this summer okay so you're looking around for i kind of like, have an idea but you know okay so we have to wait you, you're giving <laughs> yeah. me that look like this is all we have to wait to find out about this or Basically. this could be next i mean i'm sure it's going to be next season like will you will you include the wedding in next season I, I think I want to do a special for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, wedding special. We love a wedding special. Mm-hmm. We actually like birth, baby birth specials now, too. Oh, so. goodness. That's a lot to share. <laughs> yeah, Robin China just did one, right? Yeah. I mean, they were literally... No, I think the baby, the birth is still coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, But, yeah. I mean, with they Courtney, though, yeah. they were, like, right down in Ooh. there. Like, you pretty much saw everything. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot of sharing. <laughs> and... Um, when you guys, how long did it take? Like when you guys conceived growing up hip hop mm-hmm. and did you work, was it little Romeo who was your, like, were all of you in the conception of it or were, was little Romeo one of the. Well, Romeo is an EP on it. Um, originally in the beginning of the project, uh, I did call him up cause he's a friend of mine and we collaborated on the idea. Um, it was a project I was working on for a couple years and it, finally molded out and shaped into the project it is today. And how did you convince all of the other cast members to come on board? You know, a lot of them say, okay, I know that you come from a positive family and you've had a wonderful show, so it's a no-brainer. Like, they wanted to do it because they know I'm not usually involved in nothing bad. (laughs) Okay, and here, just so you know, for those who who are listening, um, some of the other cast members are Romeo Miller and Damon Boogie Dash, Christiana. Christiania. Yeah, I may mispronounce names. Christiania DeBarge. Right. Mm-hmm. TJ Mizell. TJ Mizell. Uh-huh. Mizell. And Egypt Chris. And Egypt is Peppa's daughter from yes. Salt and Peppa. Uh-huh. And we had we had Salt and Peppa in here last Friend year. Friend of the show. Friend yeah. of the show. They, sure. We had a great interview with them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. They are still touring. Still, yes. still doing it. That's cool. So how did you get them all involved in this? Well, TJ, obviously, um, Jem SJ and my father were super close. So TJ's like family. Um, Kristenia just was a simple reach out and was a friend of someone else. So we reached out to her. And then um, Boogie, obviously, another person that 
it's just all was by connection and knowing people and growing up around it. Obviously, we all kind of bumped into each other. And Romeo, I've known for a long time as well. So it was just natural. And you guys emphasize that even though you grew up in these famous families, very successful families, you had parents in the business, you... your growing up, what it taught you was that you can't just sit back. You actually, you have to work hard Absolutely. and that you have to make your own success and your own dreams mm-hmm. happen. You just can't depend on a family name, right? No, you can't. I mean, some people do, but I mean, for myself, I would say that's just never been me, you know, just to sit back and have things handed to you versus actually getting up and working for it. I think it's important that you work at what you want done. And why is it so important to not sit back and to work hard? I mean, if that if you have any sort of uh, morals and values for yourself, I think it's just something that comes naturally, you know? Why? I, I don't think it's worth... What, what do you, what's a life worth living if you're just being handed everything? What are you even learning and what are you sharing with other people around you? Well, exactly, you know? And so how did your... Who do you do you credit your parents for giving helping give you those values? Absolutely. Um they definitely raised me well, I would say, as to their best ability and I'm not going to not that I'm not going to make mistakes in life, but they definitely have helped shape and mold me into that individual that I am today. What would they say to you? Like how would they go say to you, "You know what? You can't depend on us. We're not just going to, you know, leave you all this money." They wouldn't even say stuff like that. Yeah. They just allowed us to be open and be creative and be ourselves, obviously always um, rooting and cheering for us, whatever it is that we wanted to do. I mean, if I wanted to do anything, be a doctor, be a lawyer, not be a part of industry, parents were totally down for that. My mom's a teacher, you know, so it was whatever we wanted to do versus having, like, we were never forced into anything. Why do you think, though, because there are kids who grow up in families where they have everything and they don't have that motivation that you have. And yet you and it seems like you're all your your siblings are all very motivated. I guess we were just raised balanced. You know, like I said, my mom's a school teacher and she's worked other jobs. So we've seen that side of life. And then we've also seen, you know, the industry life, which is two different lives. And it's just having that balance in between those two. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and you also have like Russell Simmons, he's your uncle and pretty I mean, awesome. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's like just known to work so hard too. What's he up to? Absolutely. Just meditating all the time. He's so chilled out, right? <laughs> he's he's so he, in meditation. He's meditating, but he's meditating and definitely working and grinding on the next move. He just opened a yoga studio, Tantris. Oh, like literally in, he's um, doing yoga. LA. Yeah, he's so into it. He and wrote then a book he about has it. All Deaf Digital and he has a Tantris to his uh his activewear line, which reminds me of my activewear line, Vipe. I don't know if you guys know I have that as well. Oh, oh cool. now how do we find Vipe? It's on, you can look on Instagram, Vipe Activewear. I mean, you can look right on Instagram, it's on there. So it's one of my uh, things. So it's all about activewear now, Bonnie. You can like wear that to work now. Activewear has gone like mainstream stylish. It's the best. I really like it. It's so comfortable. We have yeah. to get you some stuff for sure. Oh, Yes, well, I like working out. But you know what? thing is, I find myself on weekends, I don't even want to put my jeans on anymore. <laughs> no, but seriously, you just want to put on your... Comfortable. Yeah. You like the wicked wraps. We got to get you some. Okay, whatever those are, they sound good. And They're sure, great. <laughs> I'll, I'll try them. Maybe it'll inspire me to get my workouts to the next level, too. Get on those ropes, Bonnie. Get on those ropes. And, you know, just tell us, since you did hold out for the one... What is it about Tennyson that's just, like, makes him your soulmate? Sutton, I mean, the difference, 
Uh, I would say as soon as I met him, I absolutely thought he was the one without knowing anything. Really? When yeah. you, just from meeting him? Yeah, it was like a certain chemistry, a certain, it just was different. You know, I've met a lot of people and it just was a different vibe, you know, immediately. Like I called a couple of my friends right after and I was like, hey guys, you know, I really feel like I found the one. And they were like, what? I was like, yeah, like I think I met my husband today. They were like, what are you talking about? Wow. How did you meet? In a jewelry store. I was like returning some diamonds from like an event and he was there buying some other stuff or doing something. And we just started talking. And our first date was like in the Bahamas. <laughs> Whoa. So which, where was the jewelry store? Here in New, New York? York. Uh-huh. Okay. He was in and, New York. And then how did your first date end up being in the Bahamas? He was going to stay to have a date here. And I was like, well, I'm leaving the country. So if you would like to have a date, I won't be here. And he was like, well, I'll come there. And I was like, yeah, right. And that's probably how he got my number. I was like, okay, well, I bet. I don't believe you. Really? So you jetted off kind of on a vacation together. I was already gone. He had to meet me there for one night Uh for one date and he left. Wow. So he flew down to meet you in the Bahamas. For a date at night and left the next morning. Literally. So that must have been one amazing date. It was. It really was. It was really cool. It was a nice Italian um, food place, and it's like my favorite, which I didn't even have to tell him. He just kind of he found figured out. It out. Yeah. And did you like when you guys talked when you were sitting talking at dinner? Did what did you find were your kind of instant connections? Was it your philosophy about life? Was it talking about career? You stuff? know, it just made sense. I think we just really match each other. You know what I mean? Like when you talk to someone and they can kind of they know what you're going to say next. It's that kind of vibe. Do you think that you were together in a former life? <laughs> hey, you never know. Bonnie's astral traveling now. Hey, you never know. It's possible. I don't know. <laughs> well, I sometimes wonder that. I mean, why is it that when you meet certain people, and it doesn't happen that often, you feel like you just know them? It's or that soulmates. It's true. That happens. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just feel an instant connection and For you real. just like you can just talk. And whereas other people you meet and it's so awkward or it's it's a lot more work. Yeah, I agree. It's possible. Well, it's obviously <laughs> reincarnation. That's the explanation. <laughs> it's the only logical explanation, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Do Is that a date that went on for hours? It did. It did. It was a long date. Yeah. Talking a lot of talking. A lot of talking. Bonnie, I met my girlfriend at a Popeye's chicken. <laughs> and our first date was in the bathroom of a Popeye's chicken. Goodness. So similar, right? <laughs> so romantic. And then how did you end up seeing each other again? Like was, once you guys had that first date, did you know? We stayed on FaceTime. Yeah. I mean, like we lived on the phone with each other literally uh-huh. like all day, texting all day, everything. Real so phone calls? We, 
Yeah. You know, if a guy will actually call you, that's how, that's how you know he's a keeper. <laughs> if he's gonna, texting doesn't count. Like, will you? He actually, actually prefers talking on the yeah, phone. Yeah. See. He's not a see. Yep. Yep. That is next level. Totally. And right away. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Well, listen. That is just a great story about finding love. And I think that gives hope to a lot of people because, I mean, you didn't even, well, you dated, but you didn't even have, I guess, like a super serious relationship no, until I was, you were 28. I was chilling. I was chilling for a while. I was like, in my head, I didn't even see a kid, marriage, nothing coming. I was like, I think I'm going to kind of give up on this because dating is just really hard, especially in the industry. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to work. And then this happened. Uh, Out of the blue, in a jewelry yeah. store, when you honestly. least expect it. Mm-hmm. So, well, congratulations, Angela. Yes, Thank you. Congratulations. Thank we'll you. look forward to uh, hearing more about the wedding Thank and you. looking forward to the wedding special. And in the meantime, everybody, tune in to Growing Up Hip Hop. It's on Thursday nights. It's on Wii, and it's at 9 o'clock ET and PT. So same time, both coasts. Absolutely. And uh, so come back and see us again and tell us more. I will be back for sure. Thanks, and good luck with the baby. Thank you. Thank you.